I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Warren Geo coming to you live the Bill Ford Tough Studio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I really feel that one of these games, championship weekend, is a lock. I just feel it today on Wednesday, and it's because of what you said in your sports minute. And I know that maybe it's like the obvious thing at this point, and you saw the line swing, but I could not be more confident in the Cincinnati Bengals winning this football game. You know what? I, I appreciate you listening to the sports minute. Thanks, man. Of course. Well, now I know. So when we go to the sportsman and I put the speaker up in the studio and I stay silent and I make sure that I take it in and I see, is there anything there that we could talk about? And I said, you know what? There is. And I just, for many reasons, one, the way that this defense played against the Buffalo Bills, first and foremost, especially that defensive line, dominating up front. I would say, though, more options for Kansas City throwing the ball down the field and... They do have a power running game with Isaiah Pacheco, the kid out of Rutgers. Right. They do have that. that, that the, the, the Bills don't have that. That is true, 100%. But Patrick Mahomes being compromised is the difference. It just is. Now, I know that you know someone like you is not downplaying it because you played the position with that exact injury. But there's a lot of people out there like, listen, he's going to play. And they're going to put him in some sort of cast. And they're going to do whatever. And it's not going to matter because it's Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, if he's going to be out there, he's going to be out there and make a difference. No, he's not going to be himself. And the, the Chiefs out of the four teams left have the worst defense out of those four teams. And they're not going to be able to compensate for that Patrick Mahomes injury. If he is not himself, they can't beat the Bengals. And by the way, as we know, they can't beat the Bengals even when he is healthy because Joe Burrow has beat Patrick Mahomes every single time that they have faced one another. I mean, it's not because of Patrick. I think Patrick plays well, although, you know, he didn't have a great second half in the AFC Championship game last week, I think, or last year, because I think Lou Anarumo, the man from Staten Island, the defense coordinator for the Bengals, uh, did a good job of kind of changing things up in the second half. And I think Andy Reid also played uh, into the Bengals' hands at the end of the first half last year in the AFC Championship game when he decided to listen to his players and he went for it as opposed to kicking a field goal and he gave momentum to the Bengals going in at halftime. So uh, there's no question in my mind that Patrick Mahomes will be compromised um, and he will be significantly compromised. Remember, you know, part of his game is his movement aspect to his game, whether it be in the pocket or outside of the pocket. And I just, they could shoot him up, I guess, but it's not going to last the entire game. Uh, and after he got hurt last week, we I saw he was struggling. He was struggling to, to get to the handoff points. 
uh, especially for those outside zone runs. And he was also struggling with his accuracy. Yeah, I mean, and this is an injury that when people normally get it, they don't play the next week. They don't finish games. They are out for weeks. And as we mentioned yesterday, we've seen examples like Tua, who got these high ankle sprains and actually had surgery to correct it. So, I mean, obviously he can't have surgery, Patrick Mahomes. He's got to play through this because it's a playoff game. But if this were the regular season, he'd be out for multiple weeks. Well, the other thing, too, is you can also remember, he's playing a violent sport. And like I said, in that sports minute, can you protect yourself? And, you know, is he going to be running with the football? Are they going to be doing the bootlegs? Are they going to be doing any of those things that, you know, <laughs> I don't think he's going to be able to do? And I think he woke up Monday morning. That thing probably blew up on him. And, of course, he's not going to practice this week. He'll keep his foot elevated. They'll have ice on it. They'll have the compression sleeves on it. They'll try to do everything they can to minimize some of that, um, some of that swelling in there. But those tendons in there are still hurt. They're still stretched or who knows? Maybe there is a detachment. You never know. I mean, they're not going to tell us. No, no way. And they, they set him in for x-rays for a reason. Yeah, I mean, because they thought maybe he broke his leg like Tony Pollard had broke his, broken his leg later in the day. Right, exactly. Let's go to Jason in Westfield. Jason, what's happening? That was the greatest sports minute I've ever heard. That's what I'm talking about, Jason. I appreciate that. While there, it was like, I don't want to say you were phoning it in, but I think I think they only gave you like 11 seconds of your, of your sports minute, so you'd say something like, Hey, Serena Williams played to a packed crowd last night. I'm Boomer Science. Yeah, like, I don't do. I don't do. I don't do that, man. I, I actually but try no, to go in depth one, as best I can. This was fantastic. I waited for it. You came in. And you're talking about your. You're kind of diluting it now because you're talking about it on air. But yeah. I, I just wanted. To, I had to call up. I was so excited about it. And I want to let you know. We appreciate you every day, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate it, Chase. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. See, there are people out there. I, I don't listen to the sports minutes. They're useless. <laughs> <laughs> they really are. I don't care how well they're written. They're just, uh, they do nothing. Yep, yeah. that was uh, Branded Tierney, yep. by the way, of Tiki. Sometimes the sports minutes can be, you know, yes. eh, a waste of time. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a a birthday no offense to the guys that are giving them, but <laughs> sometimes they are. Yeah, and that was Joe and Evan crushing yeah. the sports minutes years ago. So, Hey, you know, they took 30 seconds away from it. What can I tell you? That's right, and you're still jamming in all that pertinent <laughs> oh, information. I'm jamming it in there. You know it, man. <laughs> that is right. Um, so, yeah, this is going to be a big deal for Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs. And I think that the Cincinnati Bengals, I think they steamroll him. I do. I, I don't know about spot. that, but he is, uh, you know, he is superhuman. There's no question about that. The kid is an awesome, awesome player, but he is going to be compromised 100%. I thought that the, I like the Bengals in this matchup, even if Patrick Mahomes were healthy. I would still pick the Bengals. So now that the fact that he's not, I mean, I have to love the Bengals. These are, these are the... The, the games where you do miss Tyreek Hill on the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he's on the Chiefs, then, you know, the potential for a big play happens pretty much every play. Um, and, you know, Travis Kelsey's doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Uh, they have quality wide receivers. I wouldn't say they're game breakers like Tyreek Hill is or Devontae Adams is or Justin Jefferson is. But um, but Patrick lifts everybody up. That's what makes him the quarterback that he is. And and but being compromised, it's very difficult to do that. Yeah, and I'm starting to lean Philadelphia at this point, even though I've been all over the 49ers. But I'm just I'm I'm thinking it could change, and I, I vacillate every single day. But I just feel like Brock Purdy has not seen. A team like this on the road since he took over. He's only played two games on the road, and both were against sec- you know 
questionable defenses. Exactly. So now you're talking about this, that very, very good secondary for the Philadelphia Eagles. That, that to me, is the, the pressure point that you guys talk about on CBS. The pressure point. The eye vision. Hey, though, the wide, the wide receivers versus their defensive backs. The Eagles wide receivers versus their defensive backs. But then again, I'd also say, who the hell's blocking Nick Bosa? Yeah, that Who too. the hell is blocking Nick Bosa? Because the right tackle in Philadelphia has struggled. And that guy, you see him, he is like in a track stance. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> He's oh, coming I... out of his, out of his position and he has this ability to contort his body to get around. And if he can't get around, then he has this other ability to stand up and spin. Inside, it's amazing. My eyes are on him the entire time. Like when before the ball is snapped, I'm just watching him because he looks. He just looks different than everybody else. That's right. I mean, it's just it's incredible watching him. And by the way, Al, uh, it's still going to be 12 degrees on Sunday. Did you uh, do you have any update on the poll that you put out there for the hat I should wear? Well, I can't. You, unfortunately, still with Twitter, Elon Musk hasn't figured this out yet. You can't put a picture and a poll. So I had just put the pictures up. All right, so. Can you get get the Elon and let him know? Yeah, I would, I would love to. I mean, let him he know can set a rocket in, in into space, but we can't figure out how to put a picture and a poll together. Correct. Yeah. Not well, good. What are we doing? Do you have? I mean, you're gonna have to order one of these hats soon, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I I've got some opportunities. You've got some opportunities. Yes, I or I guess some options. I should say that you already possess. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, I think I'm. You know. I think I may go Dale of Norway. Okay. With a very fancy design, I hope. Well, the, with a very nice wintry design, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. You can't just go, like, solid color. you got to go with one of those those designs. That I'm we thinking saw. about it. Okay. Let's go. This is a big moment for you. Why is it? This only the last three years have been the same moment. But you've gone viral each of the last two. I try to do my best. So you had the headband and the sunglasses viral moment. Yep. And then you had the, whatchamacallit, Walker Hayes viral moment. Yes. So now we got to do this again. We got to keep the streak going. <laughs> got to try to stay viral somehow. Well, I got viral last week. You did get viral last week. Yes. With, uh, with Matt, Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yes. Yeah. And you also got a stomach virus when you were out of Kansas City as well. <laughs> got to try to stay out of those porta potties. Uh, let's go to Chris and Franklin Lake. What's up, Chris? Hey, how you guys doing? What's up, man? Uh, so I may have a silly question, but I figured I'd have to ask Boomer this question. So when they are practicing, do they have like refs and everything like that to like, they're you know like they would have in the field to make sure they're not, you know. To yeah, well, get yeah. During during, during training camp, uh, there are officials in all the practices, and especially when they get into team uh, situations, and they they also have a lot of meetings as to what the emphasis of the rules are going to be. During the regular season, what I remember, we used to have retired officials come in and officiate practice and just to make sure everybody's lined up right, everybody's knowing what they're doing and you know what a penalty is and what a penalty isn't. So, yes, I would say for the most part, there are retired officials involved in some practices. Okay, yeah, because I was just curious about that because you were talking about that before and, like, you know, you see everyone making, you know, some minor mistakes here and there and you're like, well... You know, if they're practicing so much, is anyone catching this stuff, or are they just, you know, or this is only purely on the field? Well, that practice? would be the officials themselves you're talking about, as opposed to the players. I, you know, look, I that play that we just discussed about whether or not George Kittle was an eligible or ineligible wide receiver is a really, really ticky tacky, very, very close situation. And the coach sees it one way, Coach Gower sees it the other way. The official 
sees it the completely Gene Steratore are completely different than Coach Cower. Yeah. And Gene Steratore is the one who did it for a living for a very long time. And it is real. I mean, it is really close. I mean, you could sit there and say, okay, his hand's not on the 20-yard line, which is not the line of scrimmage, by the way. The line of scrimmage is the 21-yard line. Mm-hmm. And you could see how everybody seems to be lined up in a line, all aligned with each other. Yeah. Both on the line of scrimmage. And by the way, the right tackle, McClinchy, it seems to be farther back from the line of scrimmage than Kyle Juszczyk, the guy on the top of the screen. Right. And also, there was a guy that was, you know, covering up George Kittle at that point, which is another part. So of basically, it. what they're saying is that Juszczyk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, and Brandon Ayuk. Right, well, actually, they're saying Juszczyk. Um, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, and Brock Purdy are the four guys off the line of scrimmage. But Juszczyk is not off. In my eyes, he's not off the line of scrimmage. Uh, let's go to Nick in New Jersey. What's up, Nick? Boomer and Geo. Good morning. What's up, man? No, you know, I, 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 uh, I got to tell you, G, I disagree with you completely about how much sense Aaron Rodgers to the Jets makes. Okay. I, I've been saying this. I've been off for Zach Wilson for a long time. Rodgers has been the guy I want the most. I think the relationship between Salah and the floor could play a big factor, number one. And number two, after the Jets beat them in Lambeau, Rodgers was out of his way to compliment the young talent on the Jets. I think the fact that they're in the AFC and had the draft capital, I think it's a perfect fit. And not to mention that Rodgers has the biggest ego of any quarterback we've seen in a long time. If he's saying to himself, well, the Packers drafted my replacement, you know what, I could be that guy in New York. I could be the guy who gets the Jets to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and what do you mean by the relationship with Salah and LaFleur? Meaning like Matt, meaning Matt LaFleur, not Mike LaFleur, right? Matt LaFleur, yes. Right, okay. So you think that, that Matt LaFleur is going to want to help out Rob Sala with this? No, what I think is if they're going to trade Rodgers at all, the fact that the Jets are in the AFC helps the most, but the fact that there is that relationship there could also help. Okay. I, I mean, would think that it could hurt. <laughs> I mean, Matt LaFleur saying, look, you really want this guy? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, th- listen, if you want Aaron Rodgers on the Jets and you're a Jets fan, you're going to spin this in a positive way. I, I just, as as weird as Aaron Rodgers is, I just cannot see him wanting to end his career here. I just don't. That's the biggest hurdle. I understand why the Jets would want him. I would understand why Woody Johnson would give the green light as far as paying the money and the compensation to get him if Joe Douglas believes that it's the right thing to do. All of those things. I think the Jets would do. I just can't see Aaron Rodgers sitting around talking to whatever his, you know, Soleil Moonfry or whatever the hell his girlfriend's name is. Uh, and Soleil Moonfry? <laughs> Soleil Moonfry, really? Well, I don't know. I mean, that's just, he's got a girlfriend with a strange name, right? She was a witch or whatever. But I can't see the two of them sitting around. No, I think they're done. I think oh, they're the witch is done? Yeah, I think, I believe. Well, no, wait a minute. That was Shailene Woodley. I think they're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She came out and talked about it. But she wasn't the witch. Right. I know Uh, there was another. Blue was her name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blue of the Earth. Soleil Moonfry. How did you get Soleil Moonfry from Blue? I don't know. I just said what a name that popped in my head. Soleil Moonfry? It's a real person. That is? Yeah. Soleil Moonfry is a real person. Yeah, she was Punky Brewster. Yeah. There you go. Uh, See? Uh, God, uh, thanks for keeping me up to date, guys. Yeah. Uh, by the way, well, Punky so, Brewster was on like three years ago. So Whatever. <laughs> so uh, you have Seattle trading Russell Wilson to Denver. So remember what Denver gave up to get Russell Wilson. They gave up a 2022 fourth round pick. Okay. 
The Seahawks also received Bronco players Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, and Noah Fant. They also received five draft picks, including first and second rounders in 22 and 23. Yeah, but the age difference is significant there, too, because you're not going to expect Aaron Rodgers to play as many years as Russell Wilson. And then on top of all of that, they had to give him a new contract. Yeah. I might go down as one of the worst trades in NFL history behind Herschel Walker. And how about the Deshaun Washington, Watson trade? Yeah. All and right. That one? If you'd like to call it up, sure. Would you I'm like just to trying to think of what you think the Jets are going to give to get Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's a little bit different with these guys, though, because they're younger. The Browns, res- uh, let me see. The Browns uh, got a Watson and a 2024 six-round draft choice. Okay, Bob. The Texans are going to receive a 2022 first-round pick, number 13 overall, 2023 and 2024 first-round picks, a 2022 fourth-round choice, a third-round pick in 2023, and a fourth-round pick in 2024. Yeah, Peter King said that his guess was that the Packers would want at least two first-round picks. Peter King? Is what he said, yes, Peter King. At least? At least, <laughs> yeah. For a guy who's, still, what, 38 years old now? Yeah, well, it's going to be a lot more than that. But if you're the Jets, I mean, it's maybe something you can't pass up. It's a Hall of Famer in waiting. Right. And if you feel like you're close and you could win a championship for the first time since Super Bowl three, you pull the trigger. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, Boomer Geo on the fan and CBS Sports Network. Don't ask me why. I have no idea, but I was just drawn to something just now. Uh, has this ever happened to you where you're like, you haven't done something ever, and then like you're like, you know what, I'm just going to go into the break room, and I'm going to open up these refrigerators to see what's in these refrigerators. And the scene in there is post-apocalyptic. It is the grossest. We're in the Steve Summers break yes. room? Yes. Really? Oh, they're it, awful. It is, it's so bad, I ran and got Boomer to go take a look at it himself. It is. Oh, I got to go look. You know what it is? It's embarrassing, Jerry. It's, it's both, embarrassing. Open up both of them, by the way, because yeah. there's two of them. Both I mean, of them. One's worse have, than the other. I mean, you have, first of all, it looks like there's black mold in there. Yes, exactly. Second of all, 
you have things that have been in the freezer aspect of the refrigerator that seem to be frozen into the refrigerator. <laughs> That's yep. how long these things have been there. There's a little plastic bag filled with pasta that has been engulfed by the ice in the refrigerator. It's like glaciation covering a mammoth. And you, <laughs> yes! That, that's exactly what it is. And if you try to get it out, you can't get it out. I swear, there is nothing worse than a disgusting refrigerator at work. It's so bad. Because even the back in the commissary, that thing is filthy. I mean, it's so... And, th and th that's filthy, and then this, these two are even worse. And then the black crap, and then the orange crap that's in there, and then there's like this bag, this frozen bag of grilled chicken. It's just... And then someone's leftovers that I swear have been in there, because it's like a to-go box. They've probably been in there for eight months. And opening at that up. at least that or even prior to the uh, pandemic. Yeah, maybe. I would actually I'm I'm curious to open that that box up and see I, what's in there. I'm gonna take those things and I'm gonna say we throw them out the window. Well you gotta be careful about who's down well, below. Well just there. make sure somebody's not down. You know, we'll send Eddie downstairs and then we'll just throw it out the window. <laughs> you know, we actually could pull that off because the windows are so large here. Yes. But I just think that that's I, too I, dangerous. I do think that's illegal. I remember my teammates threw out a, a Coke machine out of uh, Ellicott Hall 7th floor. They somehow were able to shimmy that thing through the window and bang. Bang. I don't know what. I had nothing to do with it. I don't think those refrigerators are salvageable. I don't think that even no. with a good clean and a de-icing, those things are salvageable. No, I, I think they need to be thrown out. And, uh, you know, we can we can make that happen. Yeah. Sure. I, I'm trying to think, in front of whose office do we have to put them in order to get them thrown out? Probably Spikes or the Architects. Or one in, there's two of us, put one in uh, one and yeah, one in the sure. other. Yeah, and then as it starts to melt, it's going to get even more rancid in the like, things you, in there. Like, was you, would Yousef take care of something like that? Would he I, throw no, those no, no, no. Listen, he, I don't want him to have to take he, care of something he, like that. I don't want him to clean it. I definitely don't want him to clean it, but definitely he could come up here. With one of those hand trucks, yeah, and get them the hell out of here and throw them out. I mean, he's seen worse. He saw that big poop firework explosion on the wall, so that is worse. Yeah, but this is just Jerry. Your thoughts? I think post-apocalyptic is a little bit of a stretch. Uh, the one is the one's not that big. It doesn't need to be clean. The second one is pretty gross. There's sausage frozen into the ice, <laughs> and there was a uh, tub of butter that was frozen into the ice. Like, <laughs> Could not, and then there was a French dressing from April of 2021. That was the expiration date. So let me ask you a question. Who are the slaps that use those I things? don't know. I, our slaps yes. from our radio station. You don't use it. No. I don't use it. No. You don't. No, absolutely not. Al and Eddie, you guys do not use those refrigerators. No. Eddie, I know you have your medicine in your own refrigerator. Yeah, here, right? I need a refrigerator for the insulin, but yeah. we have. But that's a second generation in our office, which Al bought because we had one, but that... Our door used to be open all the time, so people used to put stuff in there. And, of course, our former uh, partner, Craig, with the, you know, ordering Chinese food at 4 o'clock in the morning. And stuff would just get in. And then ours got so bad that if you, when I used to have to open it to get my insulin, I had to open and close real quick because the smell was terrible. <laughs> Remember, Al? Yeah, it was disgusting. Oh, my God. And eventually we... we uh, we got rid of it. All right, so Al, we have uh, we did get an email this week. You said that they were going to clean the refrigerator in the commissary, right? Yeah, the big giant one. 
Okay, so can you also reply to that? Can you get rid of these refrigerators? Because it's just disgusting. It's not helping anybody, and they're not being used properly. Well, I, I asked them if they could be cleaned out, but you want them gone. Oh, gone. Yeah, right. yeah, they're, those gone. are not salvageable. They're, they're they're not. They're, no, no, no one is. The other one is not. Oh, Jerry, Jerry, stop. And then stop. Boomer will the buy a, a nice big Sub-Zero one and put it in there for you. You think that one's fine, the one that has the all small that black one. stuff in the bottom? The small one. That's it's, it's, that it's that stuff. one little crease needs to be clean. The rest of it's fine. The First other one. one is disgusting. No, it's more than one crease. It's like all the black yeah, is all in there. That, That's the that Steve Summers break room. Get them out of here. Clean that well, it up. It kind of goes along with Steve. <laughs> it's true. Those refrigerators okay, are. Turn off for here. I'd stuff them in one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> um, that that to-go box with the R on it, is there any chance that that has been put in there in the last two days. I don't know, because I just opened up a bag of a molded orange. We also, there was a French dressing in there that had uh, yeah. two years ago uh, expiration date. Right. Right. French dressing. That's what I said. April of 2021 was the expiration a, date. Somebody brought French dressing. <laughs> well, it's only French in name. It's not like from <laughs> France. But, now, I'm but trying yeah, to think, you know, we do have things that get delivered here. We do get a lot of food that has been delivered here. Any of that food ever make it's way to one of those refrigerators. Not in these two. No. I don't think so. Yeah, we got to get rid of them. I want to open up that to-go box because I'm thinking that thing has been sitting in there. Can we bring for... it in? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay. Yeah. So that to-go box that's got the R on it, I would be shocked if that thing was, like, fresh. And if it's fresh, then I'll close it back up and it's somebody's lunch. So, But I would be shocked. I think we're going to open that thing up and there's going to be mold. Is, and... the R, is the R written... A written R, like it's somebody's last name or somebody's first name? Like, yeah, like this is mine, like R. R, R like Rich Ackerman? Yeah, maybe. I don't or know. Or Rascona? Maybe. Could be. Um, I can't. Why the? <laughs> but I'm just curious to open this up and see what's in there. It's I just so bizarre to me that somebody would be using these refrigerators. I'll feel bad if it actually looks fresh and it's somebody's lunch. And I'll close it back up and be like, sorry. But I'm just, I'm, my guess is the way that everything else looks in there. <laughs> And the sauce. Oh my! Yeah, there's no way this is this. There's no way that this is fresh because just look at it. All right, so this is from the work fridge. Oh my god, it stinks already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, uh, it's pasta, right? Yeah, rigatoni. I guess that had it's a come. full. It's not. By the way, there's no mold in it. Because it's been you want to eat it, Jerry? No. Well, I'm not okay. Sean Rash. Okay. Anybody, anybody <laughs> no. want this? How long do you think this has been in there? It's got to be I months. But there's nothing. It doesn't. Let me ask you this. If I just presented that to you, had you guys not seen the refrigerator, would you think that was in there that long? Eh, maybe not. It looks fine. It's and it's a full meal. It smells rancid. There are beans in it? No. Well, you want to try it? You would eat no, this? No. I'm trying to wonder why it would... Smell. Because <laughs> it's all the sauce, I think. Is yeah, maybe that's the garlic in the sauce. Oh, oh God. Can you smell it? Yes. I don't. <laughs> Why'd you open up the sauce that I brought you? <laughs> oh, God. Get rid of it, please. All right. What's this? Do we put this back in there? Just I mean, somebody's been there's got to be some office policy about food in refrigerators. Yeah, they send not... an email out every six months. 
And no one adheres to it. All right, so... Boomer, would you like some sauce? No. You Quickly, it's right by your eye. I can't even look it's at right this. It's right by I you. I can't, I can't, no, I can't. Oh, I can't <laughs> oh my God. Oh, you smell this? Oh, it's skanky. No. Oh, oh, oh Jerry, come over here. Smell no, this. I don't want it. Smell this? <laughs> oh, smell it. you got to smell it. Come on. Please smell oh, it. Oh, it's skanky. <laughs> oh. Special <laughs> sauce. It's like the stuff that the guys smell on the hockey benches before they go out on the ice. Would you pay Gallo or Sean a thousand dollars to drink this? As no, a no, I don't. I, no, no. Oh my God, Gallo's not here. She's <laughs> 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 gonna throw up on the air. I'm. It's like it's it's dry heaving season right now. I took the French dressing bottle and I was jamming it into the butter. Ice? Oh. And I, it wouldn't move. That, that's been in there for a long time. Just as, I know. And then that, that bag of pasta that's frozen into that thing, too. The little that place. pasta or sausage? It was sausage? I thought it was sausage. I don't know. It could be pasta. I don't know. It's just pretty disgusting. nasty, though. It is. All right, Jerry. I know you don't have a ton of time here, but there's not a lot that's going all right. on. No, so. good. We're brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. And we're brought to you by Flag and Anthem Real Clothes for Real Life. I do have some Aaron Rodgers stuff that I started going through. I've not gotten to the jet part yet. I'm about 10 minutes in. So hopefully next hour I'll have the answer for you. From- Here's the thing, Jerry. No excuses. No, I'm not giving you a reason. I'm not, uh, not giving you an excuse. Didn't claim an excuse. Just haven't got to it. That's actually pretty straightforward there. I tell you, he's boobies jiggling again. He's killing himself in there. Um, here is Aaron Rodgers wanting to end his career with the Packers. We were talking about that last hour. I have a lot of love, uh, a lot of love for what's going on in Green Bay, and I'd love to finish there. I would, and and uh, I might have finished there. You know, who knows? Who knows? This oh, is again with God. McAfee. I know it's getting a little tough. It's unbelievable. Um, he says he takes his career very seriously. When I talk about my future, I don't talk in any cryptic terms. You know, I, I'm pretty direct about how I feel, and I am taking time with my decision, and I am, you know, not you know egomaniacal in a sense to think that. Uh, you know, I should be able to play wherever I want as long as I want. That having been said, he was asked point blank by McAfee um, if he was open to being traded. And he tried getting this question in five times because it kept going in a different direction. But, the you know, the, the experts were saying today, you're going to be traded. You're going to be traded. So are you open to that? Here was his answer. You never know. I mean, anytime there's a situation where change is possible what's the old adage you know that people want to say oh the grass isn't always greener you know on the other side and i always say the grass is green where you water it okay sounds to me as if he's open to a trade yeah so the grass is green where you water it so does he believe the pack make it great where you are are you are they but are they watering the grass enough for him right now that's not how I took that. I took that as if you move me, I'll make it green. Oh, okay. Yeah, but also I felt like their team got much better as the season went on. And why wouldn't you think that they'll be a good team next year? I didn't say they wouldn't. Plus they play in the NFC, which uh, you know I would think is going to be you know still even next year a little bit easier to make it all the way to the Super Bowl <laughs> via that angle. You know, sure. All right, so there you have it. Uh, More from him coming up uh, next hour. Uh, Knicks-Cavs last night. This was close, late. Cleveland with the ball. Knicks trying to hang on. Mitchell pulls back by Randall. Randall guarding him. Mitchell on the drive. Goes inside. Hartenstein with the block. Mitchell pushes it back to Mobley. Mobley turns. Shot no good. 
Mike Breen on MSG at the final seconds. Knicks hold on 105-103. They beat a good Cavaliers team. Julius Randle had eight three-pointers in this game. He scored 36 to go along with 13 rebounds. Uh, R.J. Barrett added 16. Here was Randle, eight threes. So what was working so well? I don't know. Just the shots and I took them right. <laughs> they went in. And they did go in. Here was Jalen Brunson. End of the day, got it done. It wasn't like the cleanest. It wasn't like the smoothest. But uh, we found a way to grind down and get a win. And um, it's easy to win games when everyone everyone's clicking, everyone, the ball's going in the hoop. But can we win games when things aren't going our way? And um, this is like a, a good stepping stone for us. And so they snap a four-game losing streak, move to 26-23. and 23. Um, Nets in Philly tonight. I want to play this one before I get out of here. So Clippers beat the Lakers last night, 133-115. I went back and watched this to make sure. Now, if this is a kid reporter of some sort, it wasn't portrayed that way on the video, watching the press conference. This is Russell Westbrook. And after he gets into it with one reporter about a play, which was not much, uh, you look at the headline, you would have thought they were throwing punches at one another. It wasn't much of anything. But then there was a follow-up question, and here comes the next one. And he had to actually contain himself from laughing because she sounds like a child. I don't know. Uh, tonight you used impressive dribbling skills to successfully uh, fake out your opponents multiple times. And um, in the second quarter, you made a jump shot where your body was turned like 180 degrees away from the basket. It was just an amazing shot. You're always making these spectacular moves with just within a split second. Um, do you anticipate doing them, or is it just a second nature to you? Like, do you just not even have to think about it? Um, you know, the way you explain it, you need to be around more often. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that was a kid, if that was serious, but it was kind of funny. So. <laughs> You did this thing where you grabbed the basketball and you like went close to the basket and you put it in the basket and it was just like so cool. Did you mean to do that or or what? And that was after, like I said, he went back and forth with a reporter and he actually had fun with that. So whatever. That was after their loss last night. Hey, Scott Rowland's going to the Hall of Fame. He got voted in yesterday. Uh, Rutgers beat Penn State 65-45. George sent over DePaul. Uh, by five notable because it snapped the Hoyas 29 game conference losing streak. Hadn't won in the conference since March of 2021. You got number 19 UConn taking on number 13 Xavier tonight and St. John's plays at Creighton and the Devils were trailing and wound up getting the game time goal from Dougie Hamilton and Dougie Hamilton in overtime. New Jersey beat Vegas in the OT by the score of 3-2. Islanders in Ottawa tonight and the Rangers skate in Toronto. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Alrighty, Boomer and Gio on the fan and CBS Sports Network. I feel like I say this every single year at this time, and I have to say it again because of the reaction to Scott Rowland getting elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame yesterday and everybody freaking out. I mean, you would have thought, if you looked at Twitter, that Vladimir Putin won the Nobel Prize for Peace yesterday with the way that people were freaking out about this. And I don't understand it. Now, I know nothing that we really talk about here in sports matters all that much. There are some social issues that matter. And, you know, our teams, we love our teams and we want to see them win. And in the grand scheme of things, it's entertainment and it's fun. But there's also things about, like, you know, team sports and with your family and watching these games and tradition and things like that and watching players and business and contract and, like, stuff that that matters a little bit more. The Hall of Fame induction stuff and who makes the Hall of Fame, to me, means absolutely nothing. And to see people freak out about who gets in or who doesn't get in is the biggest waste of time. So I beg you. I beg you not to care about this. Think about what we're talking about. A guy played sports, a professional sport, at a high level. A bunch of baseball writers that sit around, the baseball writer dweebs out there, sit around and decide to vote on who gets to have a plaque in a museum in upstate New York. That's it! This is not baseball immortality. This isn't some being coming down from the heavens and and knighting somebody because of their baseball career. It's guys like Bob Nightingale, John Heyman, Joel Sherman, Ken Rosenthal, John Morosi sitting around filling out a ballot and saying this guy's okay or this guy's good or this guy's whatever. Doesn't matter. He didn't take steroids. Whatever. I don't even care. Put those guys in, too. But, like, <laughs> Cooperstown is a nice place to take your kid if they're a baseball fan or you're a baseball fan. And you walk around and you enjoy it. And you can go over to the plaques and you can see other stuff. And it's a cool tribute to the game of baseball. For people to be so offended that this guy got, what does it matter to you? Why? Ask yourself why you are upset. Please, I'd love to know, why are you upset that Scott wow. Rowland is in the hall? How does this affect your life? And oh, by the way, in you trashing this guy, all of a sudden, now you think about, like, he just got this tremendous honor, and you're just, like, killing him. 
And all he's done was be an exemplary human being and player throughout his entire career. Yeah, and congratulations to him. But I would just say I think people get upset about this because maybe they compare him to their favorite player, a la Don Mattingly, Bernie Williams, somebody like that in our general vicinity and say, if he's in, why aren't they in? So I would ask the question to that. What does it matter to you that your favorite player is in the Hall of Fame or not? You have those memories. This is your favorite player. You love that player. Why does the baseball writer's opinion of that guy matter to you so much when all they're doing is putting a plaque in a building in upstate New York? It doesn't change your memories about that guy. It doesn't. Don't you think it's more interesting, though, that they do steep, uh, they do still keep the other guys out? The other guys like Schilling and, you know, McGuire and, of course, Sosa and A-Rod. Isn't that more interesting than anything else? That's got to be interesting to you. Um, No, none of it is. And I'm I'm being honest. None of it's interesting to me. I think it's stupid that they keep those guys out. Uh, I think it's silly that they're they're the moral high ground or whatever they they think that they are. But none of it means that and doesn't mean anything. The, The history of baseball isn't written by who is in the Hall of Fame or not in the Hall of Fame. And if you need that to validate your thoughts, then I'm sorry. I don't have any respect for you as a fan. You have your memories. Like, if I have all these great memories of when Mike Piazza was a man. All these great memories of him, big spots, everything, even though they didn't win a World Series with him. All these great memories. And he ended up in the Hall of Fame. If they had kept him out, it wouldn't have have meant a thing to me. It wouldn't have erased those memories. It wouldn't have taken anything away from me. And it would have probably been upsetting to him, the individual. Sure, it matters to those people, but why does it matter to everybody else so much? doesn't mean anything. It just doesn't. And I just, uh, for whatever reason, too, like the baseball stuff is, 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 it infuriates people more than any other Hall of Fame. Like, this guy doesn't deserve to be in. And oh, my God, he only had X amount of season. Uh, stop. Stop. It'd be happy for a guy that he ended up having a uh, a nice little moment for him and his family. Why are you so offended by this? Give me a break. Yeah, I know. The, the, thing, that I, the thing that I don't get about all of it is why you would attack a guy who actually is going in. Exactly. That That's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. If you want to say, hey, if he's in, then my guy should be in. I, I kind of understand that. But... There's no reason to attack a guy that is going in. Uh, let's go to Nick, who's in Northport. What's up, Nick? What's up, guys? Hey. So, um, you don't find it disrespectful to the guys that are in the Hall of Fame, say like a Ken Griffey Jr. who did it the right way and has, I mean, astronomical numbers compared to Scott Rowland? Yeah, no, I, I mean, don't. I, I mean, don't, but, I but don't, does, is anybody saying that Scott Rowland is Ken Griffey Jr. because they both have a plaque in upstate New York? No, but... Okay, so then so why is it disrespectful to him? To guys like Ken Griffey Jr., I would say, like, this guy's not on my level. Why is he in the state? But you know that, right? Do you, you know that Ken Griffey Jr.'s not, or Scott Rowland's not on his level. Ken Griffey Jr. knows that. Not every player is the same, just like Ken Griffey Jr.'s not like Lou Gehrig. So what does it matter that they all have a plaque in the same place when we know the levels of these players? I guess you got a point. It doesn't bother Yeah, no, I do have a point. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I know, but you're, so... I know that it, it matters to some because you're reacting to that that some a group of people that it seems to matter to. But what also seems to matter to you is that it matters to them. No, that it, that it, what it, how it matters to them. Okay, it's 
anger that they have about this that I can't understand. And then that anger turns into trashing these guys who made it in, which is just it's psychotic behavior. It really is. Let's go to uh, Jeff in Hartford, Connecticut. What's up, Jeff? Hey, um, thanks for taking my call so quickly. Yeah, I'm I'm, uh, I'm kind of amazed, you, and I love you and love Boomer, the whole show, but I think you're way off on this point. I mean, it's not just the plaque. It, the Hall of Fame is the symbolizes the ultimate ta- height of why, the why though? Why? Because it's what it's what you know you play for. If you grew up as a kid following baseball, you think of so every so every, every guy said every guy who ever played's like I want the Hall of Fame more than anything else. I would think so. Yeah, well, you would think so. You don't know that. You're you're saying definitively that that's what everybody wants to do, and it's you know how people get voted in, right? Yeah, the baseball right. Right. Okay, so that's the be all end all. What these guys think about that player? Well, yeah, some of them have an axe to grind. Probably you have a good point there, but otherwise, I mean, God, it's like heaven. It's like you know the Hall of Fame. And yes, it's not heaven. It's a building in upstate New York. This is my point. You're making it really concrete. I mean, well, that's what it is. It's not heaven, man. (laughs) It's a a museum in upstate New York. (laughs) It's heaven. (laughs) All right, listen, and I'm sure that you love. I'm sure that you absolutely love baseball. And that's great. And if you could go up and and go to Cooperstown and enjoy that, that's awesome. What I can't stand is we are treating this like canonization. Like this person is a saint or not a saint. It it doesn't matter. I mean, you appreciate that Scott Rowan got in, right? I don't care. I I don't care. I I don't care who's in or not in. So it's not appreciation or anything. The thing that I care about is the fact... That, that what drives me nuts is that you've got people that get so angry about this that they're trashing professionals for no reason. And it's like, how dare you make a plaque and put it up on a wall in upstate New York of that guy? How dare you? Just stop. Take stock of your priorities and realize that this is the dumbest thing that you could possibly care about in the history of the world. And 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 if you want to tell me there was like a committee of the best players in baseball that were judging their peers and and that meant something to the player even more so then i would say okay that's a little bit more understanding but the fact that it's these these baseball writers that sit around in press boxes and pick their nose and have ill-fitting suits on their entire lives that are checking boxes on a piece of paper that's been xeroxed and we're acting as this this is the ultimate this is the ticket to heaven. It's a joke. Oh, it's baseball heaven. It's a joke. Oh, my God. All right, we'll take a break. More people want to talk about this, which is just, I'm so, this is like one of those things like, you know, you see those memes where people sit with like a table and say, you know, prove me wrong. Like, that's what I'm doing right now. Hall of Fame doesn't matter. Oh, prove see, me now wrong. you just open into an entirely whole nother discussion and it's just going to be like, one after another just going after you because of your take on this. Okay, well, they're wrong, and I'm trying to convince people. That's why. I mean, that's why. You know what I'm saying? It's just, I got to convince people this doesn't matter anymore. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Uh, 